Every magic trick consists of three parts or acts. The first part is called the pledge. The magician shows you something ordinary. The second act is called the turn. The magician takes the ordinary something and makes it into something extraordinary. But you wouldn't clap yet because making something disappear isn't enough. You have to bring it back. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for... Oh, darn, I didn't mean to hit that. Oh, well. <laughs> thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast... Oh, the prestige. Ex- nice. <laughs> explosive. Yeah. Hollywood You've already ministry. ruined the turn. For the greater good. No, it's, I'm not used to having um, um, my phone. Damn it. <laughs> what about if I just do this? There we go. All right, here we go. So this is episode, um, what are we? Gosh. 200. 195. That's right. We're doing episode right. 195. And tonight we're talking about the prestige. Prestige. Prestige? I don't know. It's the prestige. Um, prestige. Prestige. It's Batman versus Wolverine is what it is. Andrew, I am Sean Arnold, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Tesla invented the fax machine, Jemison. Hello. <laughs> uh, corny. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should do the I'm, I'm Batman I'm, bit, but in that accent. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm Batman. There you go. <laughs> there we are. I'm some bloke named Batman. Uh, ears. He's really nice. Right. <laughs> Sweat on me. Right. Uh, corny. I actually said this too early. Batman versus Wolverine. Logan. Oh. I'm. I accept that. Right. And, uh, I counter with. Uh, yeah. Well, when you uh, try to do magic trick, what you should do is. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All birds. Uh, All birds, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and birds, s- yeah, yeah. F them birds. Speaking of F them birds, Sam often kills birds for show to Vector. Oh, I don't kill animals. Just Opie. Yeah. Uh, or try to. Yeah, just my soul every day. Just a yep. little bit. Um, Your hopes and dreams, I dash. Yeah. In my... Then screams his soul. I keep his... Uh, vial of tears on my dresser drawers. <laughs> yeah, a funny like, thing about Sam, though, is that he names all his birds Opie. <laughs> right. So yeah, when he, when yeah, he, when he kills yeah. them, he doesn't have... He doesn't feel yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He doesn't feel bad about and, it. And of course, the obligatory, I'm Michael Kine. I'm Michael Kine. 
there's a whole lot of cocaine in this one. There is a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of Michael Caine in this one. More than actually I'm used to seeing, honestly. Um, Yeah, especially in a Nolan film. Right, yeah, usually. In a a Nolan film? (laughs) Nolan film. Yeah. Um, Right. Here's some Nolan. It's a uh, <laughs> cough to me, but it'll but it'll still be nominated for best picture. So yeah, oh yeah, should be. Yeah, uh, I don't even was this one. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Should've it should have been uh, nominated for two Oscars. Oh six. Yeah, rated number forty nine. Top rated movies number forty nine. Huh. Uh, I, best I, I achievement in cinematography nominated and best achievement in art direction. That was the Oscars. Really? Not yeah. for the film. Interesting. No. Um, actors, art, act, art Directors Guild uh, nominated mm-hmm. for period film. Uh, yeah. it, didn't, <laughs> it, it only won the Empire Awards of UK. It won Best Director. I yeah, guess that's like... UK. I guess that's their version of the Oscars. Yeah. Um, that's all it won. Oh, it also won the Italian Online Movies Award for a Best Adapted Screenplay. All right, good job. Okay. All right. So anyway, this is 2006. 2000, <coughs> sorry. Yeah, 2006, The Prestige. It's got every person that was ever in a, in a uh, Marvel movie except Robert Downey Jr., um, along with Christian Bale and um, mm-hmm. Alfred. So you got Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale, Michael Caine, Piper Parablo, who was in Coyote Ugly. And then you got... Yes, she was. Do what? said, yes, she was. Yeah. And somehow she has missed out on uh, Marvel somehow. Rebecca Hall, who played Sarah, is in Iron Man 3. Scarlett Johansson, of course, is what she is. Um, uh, Andy Serkis is not playing um, a CGI character for once. Um, and was really good in this movie. And he is also, of course, in the Black Panther movie and Iron Man or in Avengers 2. Um, <coughs> so a lot of people. And David Bowie is in this, which is weird. Because um, I, really? I didn't know it was David Bowie until Tesla. I looked at it. Yeah. Yeah, he's Tesla, yeah. I didn't even know. Well, he wore the same thing in your labyrinth. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. that's him. So... Anyway, uh, what is uh, Andrew? What is the Prestige? If you if, if people listening have no idea what that is, it's the third part of a magic trick. Oh, okay. Thanks, Corny, for that ruining true. Andrew's bit. <laughs> After <laughs> a tragic accident, two stage musicians. Nope, <laughs> <laughs> they're not musicians. Uh, musicians. Stu- uh, damn it! Let me try this again. After a tragic accident, two stage magicians. Engage in a battle to create the ultimate illusion, whilst sacrificing everything they have to outwit the other. Right, much like Sean and I in this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'm ac- that's actually pretty accurate, honestly. I'm just except yeah. for um, probably not a whole lot of sacrifice on your part. No, um, no, no, that's true. Just, yeah. just my wits and. Uh, some other stuff <laughs> my end. Um, cool. So I'll let everybody do their intros yes. as I always do. I'm just going to go ahead and say it up front. Uh, Hush. Obviously, it's a Christopher Nolan film. Um, it uh, Christopher Nolan, um, 
he likes to deal with time. He loves to play with the notion of time. Um, and Batman. And Batman. You never see. I mean, I can't. I've obviously not seen all. I've not seen Memento. I've not seen a couple of others he's done. But I know that he always likes to deal with time and. Very rarely do we see a movie where it's just the same from front to end. Like it's never just one timeline. Like it's always a bunch of different kind of timelines weaving throughout. And you as the audience have to be smart enough to know what's going on and to pick it up, which I think is great um, that a director is not talking down to us in that way. Um, So uh, I really kind of excited to talk about this movie. Um, and I don't. Hopefully, there won't be nearly as much. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if bickering, but we we had. I mean, it got a little lively on the Last Jedi, but maybe not. I I still have I feelings we, though. I don't think we bickered. I just think we were. If we were bickering with anybody, it was some of the idiots on the web. See, so that's the thing. Like, I keep seeing people comment on Facebook, and I actually listened to someone else's podcast, and I couldn't get through it. It made me so mad because the. They were ripping it for things that are explained. That there's there's pure explanations for them, but they didn't. Do they just? It was just their own thing that they didn't like, and for some reason that bothered me. And I know it's their opinion, and you're entitled to your opinion. I'm fine with it, but that doesn't well, make. It, I don't know. Well, opinions are like uh, buttholes. You know, everybody's got one. And, uh, it's terrible. Right, and they all stink sometimes, but not mine. Well, I'm sure it doesn't. Ooh, like Chick Fil A and. Shame. That was weird. What just happened? Are you guys still there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, my Google, everything on my Google just said I went offline for a second, and now I'm back on. That was weird. Um, it's fine. We'll, we'll fix it in post. Fix it in post. See, that's, uh, see, that's the trick. <laughs> right. Because it went away and then came back. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Andrew, if you would, sir, kind of give us your rundown, your your thoughts. On the prestige. Well, I'd like to start at the end and say that I really liked it. But now I'm going to go back and tell you why. Because it's Chris Nolan. Right. Actually, I'm not going to call him Chris. I'm going to call him Topher. Because that's <laughs> more better. <laughs> more better. <laughs> it's actually funny you say that. Um, I, my mom, this is a weird story. My mom had two dogs two Afghan hounds when she was younger in her college age years. And one of them, the boy dog was named, my mom's name was Christine and the boy dog was named after her, Christopher. And she called him Topher. And then the other dog, the female dog was Scheherazade after the famous Afghanistan, Afghani princess, that the music is written for. And she called her Cher. So anyway, that's the best story I've heard in a long time long time. I'm glad you enjoyed so it, you know. Sam. I really did. I now can die a happy man, actually. Good. I'm no. glad. I saw a cat once. Okay, I'm, I'm I was waiting for the cat bit. crying <laughs> a single tear. It was slowly going down. You both are, all three of your assholes, because that's a story about my mom, <laughs> and you all have met my mother, and she's awesome, so shut your holes. In all fairness, I, uh, yeah. No, no, you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I <laughs> Uh, no, it was a it was a dumb story. Continue, Sam or Andrew. Well, okay, for real though, I love magic. I've, I've always loved magic. My grandfather has every year since I was born and up until I was a senior in high school, had given me, you know, a, a trick deck of cards or or 
you know, uh, some sort of magic trick. He would take me to the magic shop at Broadway at the beach and we would get a magic trick every year. Oh, yeah. And uh, so magic's always been something that I enjoy. It's kind of nerdy, I know. But, uh, and was I ever good at it? No, not really. Uh, but I've always been intrigued by it. I always loved it. And so when this movie and uh, The Illusionist both came out at the same time, yep. basically, um, I went and, and watched both of them. And I liked this one so much that I went and bought it. And actually, I think I have The Illusionist as well. Not as good. Still a decent movie, but not as good as this one. Um, but I did think it was rather odd that they both came out, but, you know, basically the same weekend. Well, I mean, uh, this happens all like, the time in Hollywood. You know? Yeah, it's like Armageddon yeah. and deep, deep Impact. Right. Or um, Hitting in the same. Well, one's a porno and one has animal crackers. <laughs> Uh, there's like four or five other examples like Twister and Night of the Tornadoes was like the same month. And, um, and there's always, there's always the successful one. And then the not, you know, right. like, or oh, how about Star Wars and Star Crash? I mean, it was the same, well, it was well, the same calendar. In all year. Fairness. <laughs> yeah, I know. No one ever heard of Star Crash except people that have suffered through this podcast, but Star Crash. <laughs> But it's just, a few issues. It's the same thing. So <laughs> you're you're not wrong. That that does happen no. a, a lot. Uh, anyway, when these came out on DVD, I think I was working at the photo lab at Walmart in Boone. Uh, hey, pay, you know, paying <laughs> for my college, and uh, so it was right there, staring across from me uh, in the electronics section. And I went over and bought it. And I've, I've seen it maybe two or three times. I don't know why I haven't watched it more because it really is a very good movie. But I remember just the first time watching it in the theater, I was just blown away and by the twists and turns of the movie. Um, and had I been paying more attention, I probably would have, or I don't know, had I known where to look, maybe. I was paying a lot of attention because I loved it, but... Had I known where to look, there were little, little subtle hints here and there in the movie that lead you to to realize what's going to happen. But uh, and watching it the second or third time, you catch those things. Um, you know, there's a there's a moment where the the little boy at the beginning of the movie where they do the trick with the bird. The boy asks, "Where's his brother?" Right. And so there's a oh yeah, I'm thinking about that. Yeah. There's like a what's that foreshadowing? Foreshadowing, yeah. Um, uh, as to what is actually going to happen later on. So, well, and then to take what? Bob shadowing actually, and yeah. then to take that foreshadow and then add the next layer to it is when the next scene when Christian Bale is is taking the the dead bird and dropping it into the trash can and takes the live bird and says, "You get to live this time." Yep. There's some foreshadow there too. Mm-hmm. On the same shadow, ing. So. Gotcha. Yeah. But I liked it. I'm done. Next. Oh, okay. Corny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still hate Christian Bale. Um, and I, I hate him a little less, but um, I, I, I... We, we, I were, we really... weren't on air yet, Corny. Why do you hate Christian Bale? Oh, yeah, yeah, because I watched Shaft, and that was the first portrayal I got him uh, as a uh, racist a-hole. And... Uh, I will not separate the uh, character from the man. I refuse to do it. And uh, so that means for me, uh, Batman was a racist asshole. Um, 
So just throwing it out there. Okay. No, that's fine. I just I I I wanted to make sure people knew why you said that because I know we said it off air earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. I just hate things that random, you know, children, bunnies, panthers. Sure. Oh, too soon. Christian Bell. That's okay. My team's gonna lose next weekend. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they are. Um, um, <clears throat> this movie was freaking awesome. And I can't believe, like, I didn't know anything about this prior to heading into this weekend. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm really impressed with um, just how this whole thing went, and how I—it's uh, the only movie ever I could imagine where I would hate Hugh Jackman and like root for Christian Bale, right? And I, it, it's incredible. I guess, and, and by you saying that, I want to ask the question now before we even get to Sam's intro, and he'll get there. But I want to ask the question, do we all perceive as Christian Bale as the protagonist and Wolverine as the antagonist? Or are they just both flawed characters who can't let shit go? And I think they're both very flawed characters. I think they're both. It uh, totally delves into the obsession uh, you know, and what they're so obsessed about. That's, they're both very flawed, yes. Right. I think, uh, I think uh, Hugh Jackman a lot more than Christian Bale. And, but, we sh- and they um, show that on screen more, right? Because, yeah. because the, the, the present of the movie is Christian Bale is in, in jail reading the diary of, of well, Hugh Jackman after he stole his diary uh, and was ciphering that, but you're right. the 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 kind of ma- the madness, so to speak, was with Wolf, with uh, Hugh Jackman way more than uh, Christian Bale's character. His madness was domestic stuff with his wife and his. I like the fact that you uh, immediately called him Wolverine as opposed to Hugh Jackman. I keep doing that, like. I'm going to probably... No, no, no. Keep doing it. It's fine. Well, I mean, he, it's the most notable thing he's known for. I mean, like, he's done great things in other great movies, but just like just like Christian Bale will always kind of be known as either Batman or uh, Bateman from American Psycho. Um, oh, so it's basically, it's just Batman one way or the other. Yeah. He's either he's either a psycho who kills people Bateman. or a psycho who doesn't. Bateman. Right. So, anything? So, I, I was just I was I was wondering about that because it wasn't there was a the, the moment in the movie where I kind of I no longer sympathized with Wolverine is when it felt like he was going out of his way to get more revenge. You know, like yeah, you came up and you shot him. Okay, I mean I know that's not an even. I know you're not even. He he, but he didn't kill your wife. Like she died in an accident. And I guess it's Christian Bale's fault. We don't know, but no, it's, it's his fault. He the hell. But I mean, he went to <laughs> he did the different knot. Like we know that he and the wife have a look, and we know that they do you know whatever. But like, it just seems like Wolverine went. I mean, he went all the way to Colorado to to whatever. So anyway, uh, were you done, Corny? Uh yeah, um, uh, go Eagles. <laughs> okay, uh, Sam. 
<laughs> All right. Um, I was excited to see this this movie on our list. It had been a long time since I'd seen it, and uh, it's one of those movies that it's it it's so much fun to see it the second time because of all the little clues, like Andrew was mentioning. Um, this time around, especially, I was not as um, I, I I guess not. How can I say? Not as prepared but not as surprised as I was last time. The first time I watched this movie, it was a complete uh, like sideswipe um, with some of these twists. And I don't know why I did not realize, and of course this is spoilers, that, that he had a brother. And it's so obvious when yeah. you watch it the second time around who, who the guy is um, that uh, it, it's, it's silly uh, when you see it again. But um, I love Christopher Nolan films. I love the way he does his stories. I know Sean has some issues with uh, some of his things. And, and there's always something in a Christopher Nolan movie that you kind of have to just, I don't know, take for, not take for granted, but just take it. You know, um, whether it's Interstellar's fifth, fifth dimensional creatures or uh, Inception's um, kind of wonky time uh, sequences. But um, the Prestige is is it's just a wonderfully crafted film. It's beautiful. It's set. Uh, you you believe these people are living in this time. Um, you kind of root for both guys, and you kind of root against both guys in this thing. Uh, I cannot fathom um, having a twin brother and then knowing one of them's going off to die like that. Um, that that just blows my mind. Not to mention this marriage that they had, right, with the wife and the mistress. One would think they would at least let her in on this on this big thing they're doing, but yeah. that's just crazy to me that they wouldn't do that. Well, that was the I, thing, right? He had, he had to live it. He had to yeah. he had to 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 be involved or invested the whole way. But here's the thing: I've dated a twin before. And I've, you know, you, you're around other twins. You, you know, there's very subtle things that are different. You, you very almost, subtle things. You almost would have felt like whoever the brother was that was in love with Sarah would have yeah. always been the one around Sarah. And the yeah. other one that was in love with Scarlett Johansson would always have been the one with her. Yeah. And just yeah. try to and find a way switching to... Switching off is just weird. You know yeah. what they do? Flip a coin? Like... Like they're they're in a room. Like you do realize that I had sex with your wife last night, right? Like, yeah, I know. I mean, I, that's gotta be weird. Yeah. So that that's a little bit strange to me. Um, I the one thing that kind of bothered me a little bit in this movie was the um, Hugh Jackman lookalike. I really don't think he looked like Hugh Jackman. I think, uh, <laughs> it's but he, uh, it's, but it's Hugh Jackman. Somebody that that looks exactly a little more like him. To, to play his it's, it's, it's Hugh Jackman. This, this is real. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the opposite. I knew. I, you know, I know it was Hugh Jackman, but it. It. To, I don't know. Maybe they could have given him. The, I don't know. I thought or they found did somebody that looked like him or something. I thought they did such a good job of making him look just enough to be different that I yeah. started like going to IMDb before the end of the movie, which is what I always do. Like I had to resist the urge to go. Wait a minute, 
That's not. <laughs> is that like his stunt double? Maybe that's his stand-in. You know, like I started doing yeah. that, and, and I had to stop myself. Like, no, just watch the movie because I don't want to spoil anything because it would. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I I enjoy this. It's it's such a well-made film, just like Nolan puts into most of his stuff. I highly recommended film coming. Behind. So, what about you, Sean? What do you think? Uh, this was my first time seeing it. Sorry, I came in a little hot there. My mute button was um, yep. my cough cough button. Uh, I had never seen this before. I watched The Illusionist, not this one. Um, Edward Norton. Which one was The Illusionist? Who was in that one? Edward Norton, Jessica Biel. Basically, he's a That's he's, he's right. a ma- magician who falls in love with this very powerful man's wife or daughter or something, and he it's it's like the it's like an old what is it? There's like an old story or play or something where there was this sultan or whatever, right? And then the the woman yeah. would come in and then if he didn't what didn't fall in love with her, he would kill her. And so this woman told a story, but each night she didn't finish it. So that's how she was able to That's live. Scheherazade, right? Is that Scheherazade? I can't remember. Yeah, that's pretty much the story of Scheherazade. Right? Okay. So yeah. like like that's oh, by the, the way, uh, oh. I'm sorry, I have to interrupt. No but, please uh, I think we missed a incredible opportunity uh, to talk about uh, Sean's mind cough button. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm I sorry. I can't let that go. I just had to <laughs> yeah. throw it up there. No, yeah. I'm still fighting the cold that I've been fighting for four weeks. Um, uh, yeah. Well, remember to turn and cough. Yeah. Always turn and cough. Uh, <laughs> go back and in the RSS feed and find what episode that is because that's an episode. I just don't remember which one it is. Um, Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Is that what that was? Very nice. Wow, you remembered that. Was that like your first episode or something? No, but it was, it was up there. Because that was right around the, the turn of 100. Um, no, no, no. Nice. This, was, this was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, a long, long time ago. Actually, well, no. I was going to say, as we record this, but no, we're actually recording two nights early, but on December, on the, mm-hmm. the January 10th, will be the podcast will... Be four years old, so it's pretty yeah. uh, pretty cool. Teething, it's finally potty trained, right? Yeah, starting to form sentences. It um, still misses yeah. the toilet once in a while, but yeah, yeah. yeah we, we that's why we're married, right? right. Yeah, let's speak for your four year old. Parker was pretty awesome. He was shitting at the pot, and it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I have so many fun like potty training stories. They're great. Like not even about my kid. Like hearing other people like how they did it, and like. Oh, we we put Cheerios in the toilet and told him to aim at the toilet. But the problem is, is that anytime we would give him Cheerios to eat, he would just pour it in the toilet. Oh, all right, so, ah. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> um, anyway, I guess it's different raising girls. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, you, you missed yeah. out. So anyway, um, or so far, and they just can't go off the back deck, <laughs> right? No. Uh, and there have been times when it's like that. He's like, daddy, I got to go now. Just pull off the side of the road and do what you got to do. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I had not seen this before. Like I said, I watched the illusionist. Um, I knew that this was a, my magic type movie. I didn't know it was a Christopher Nolan joint until about a couple of years ago. When I guess maybe more than a couple of years, like maybe four or five years ago when, uh, Christopher Nolan started becoming a, an important fixture in my movie library um and so 
I uh, I walked. I went into this just basically kind of excited about watching it because you know I I've been working in a in a, a magic studio for the last two weeks or the pre- previous two weeks before Christmas. Um, Are there any water tanks? No, there's no stage. It's all uh, or it's a stage, but there's it's a concrete stage, so there's nothing like oh. that. It's all mostly close hand magic card tricks. Are sleight you of hand. sure? Yeah, it's a concrete oh, stage. Nice. I worked on it. Um, so. Anyway, I was like, hey, let's do a magic movie. It'd be kind of fun. So I did this. We, we, we picked this, and man, I'm glad we did. This was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And in, in, in tradition with my, um, my rule, the, the fewer the notes I take. You did well with your shins? Oh. <laughs> you cut off on us there, Sean. What did, say? What did I say? I don't know. Sound like you said you did something with your shin. Oh my shin! No, as as what I do normally, I don't even know what I said. As as the normal rule with the show is, I the fewer notes I take, the better I like the movie. Um, I took thirteen notes, and five of them are for clips. I just, I just, I was so enamored with this movie. I was afraid to look down and type that I was going to miss something. Um. This movie has well, so when you start the move or you know when you start off are you are you looking closely? Well, I mean closely. I, I was and um it was pretty interesting my my 5-year-old uh, uh comes in and he's like what are you what are you watching? And I said well, I'm watching this movie for the podcast and he says can I watch it with you? I'm like I guess there's not been any I don't I was only about 30 minutes in there hadn't been any language or anything. And so whenever I thought something was about to happen I covered his eyes and his ears. Um but he was kind of enamored too because he kept, of course, he kept asking questions like, "Wait, where did the where did the bird go? And how did the fishbowl get there? And where did the?" I'm like, "Declan, just watch the movie, buddy." So, um, <laughs> tell you what, man, when they get to be like ten, it uh, things start getting a lot easier. I I don't I don't worry about much. Yeah, well, then when he gets thirteen, that's a whole new worry. When do you send him out to uh, to hunt the wolf? <laughs> No, no, I think it's around age 12 when you leave him outside for a year. Yeah, right? Yeah. Parker's going to hate that. You, uh, you give him a spear and... Um, somehow. give him a spear? What's that? So, well, oh, yeah. I'm I mean, so sorry. Leave. I'm sorry. <laughs> do, do I need to bleep something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. I, uh, I, got, I got a little too urban for you. <laughs> 38 minutes. Uh, you need about 30 seconds to go. Bleep. Corner because he's an asshole. That's what happens when he drinks one or two. Try to fix it in post. Um, actually, I will have to. Uh, so anyway, I uh, yes, I was, I was uh, no, uh, I was enamored with this movie and the in the 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 twist at the end with the twins was really great. And again, yeah, I didn't see it coming until. I mean, Michael Caine tells you in the movie, point blank, he uses a double. But do you never think that yeah, it's over a double? and over and over? Yeah. And he never accepts the fact that it, he never thinks that it's a twin. Um, and I'm, I'm everything about this movie I love, except the big thing that, again, Christopher Nolan does is on almost every movie where he has to put that one thing where I'm like, okay, really? And it, I feel like it's in every one of his movies. I mean, obviously, the Tesseract and. Um, Interstellar. Um, I, I actually I can't really find any fault in Inception. I I love that movie wholeheartedly. Like, well, the problem I have with this, as, as 
you know, of things that, uh, that uh, for maybe, why give us the option of having multiple hats when we really don't have multiple hats? Uh, I guess it, never mind. I guess it doesn't work after all, but. Yeah, no, the machine literally is copying whatever the thing is that they put in front of it. I'd hate to see a paper jam. Like, right? Uh-huh. Like if it started buffering and like <laughs> there's like five or six Jackmans all in one, you know? Uh, like It's like that scene from, was Aliens 4, where, where all the Ridley uh, d- clones are in the science room? Yeah. Gross. I wanted one of them to come out and be like, hey, Steve, I want some pizza. Right. Like, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're going we're gonna to go eat a dolphin. Love it. No, we're going to go pet a dolphin. Yeah, we're going to go pet a dolphin. Um, <laughs> because on that last show, that would have been the 100th copy of a copy of copy number 99. Like, yeah. the original you died a long time ago. A copy of a copy. So, like, that's... that's. But why, why did he have... Your internet cut off. What? That's my, that's my big question is I, why did he have to... Why did he have to kill himself every time? Because there would be there would be a hundred of him. Why not? Just you, you, he was going under the stage anyway, right? Right. But every time so, he zapped himself, that make a new person. It makes a new person. Well, then you do the zap the first time, make the person, and then just don't use the same zappy zaps. Or you so know, you just have two people. Power. You always have your twin. And you don't have it at full power. I don't think it works that way. I think when you turn it on, like, it's it, right? And, of course, my questions are like, (coughs) sorry, I couldn't get to it in time, is, like, how does he program it to put him at that location? Like, how unfortunate would it be if it shot him into the attic? Or, like, between a wall. In between walls, right? Or he's, like, in between the... they, They fire it up and see where it lands. Right, but, I mean, how fortunate is it the first time it doesn't do that, Right. Um, like, uh, oh, it's convenient yeah. that it put him in the balcony so that we can do this great trick. Oh, that was a weird noise. That was the trick. Oh, no. my bad. I, I <laughs> keep forgetting I don't have my setup here, so there's no... So we, what we have is we've got Batman who is willing to live this double life. Mm-hmm. Huh. And, and we've weird. got Wolverine who refuses to... Die. Die. To well, no, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's killing himself is what he's doing, but he's he refuses to live a double life. Right. Well, he, I guess he realizes that with there's with two people. I mean, in that moment when he creates the second harder, yeah. But like, hold on, wait a minute. The first time he does the machine in the theater, it puts him like seven feet away, so he could shoot himself. It didn't shoot him in the balcony, so that's programmed somehow. Anyway, yeah. Um. But like he must have realized in that moment, oh my God, there's two of me now, and I have to. We can't do that. So, but he, why did he have the gun? Did he pre? I yeah. Mean, did he think of that beforehand? He did. He said he, he wrote in his diary, "I don't know what's going to happen to me if something unnatural comes out of this. I want to be prepared because he didn't know if it was going to maybe like mutate himself or something. Like he didn't know it was going to happen. But he saw so, that. So he shot first and be like, "Hey, hey, are you are you?" Are you strange? Are you a little off? Right. She touched my peppy, Steve. Open your eyes. <laughs> Open your eyes. All right. No, no. Keep breathing. I need. I need to ask you a few questions. No, don't bleed out. Come on. Right. Man up. So 
I don't know that uh, that that part. And he, and there's another flaw in his plan, right? Like every night he has these. So he's got a, a room full with a hundred bodies. At yeah. some point, someone's gonna go down there, right? So like at the end of this movie, right? Someone's gonna eventually go down there, see Hugh Jackman bl- bled out on the floor, and go, "Oh, he's been shot." Wait again? He was already dead. And then they're going to see this room with a hundred other dead Hugh Jackman, and they're going to go, shit, we hung Christian Bale for no reason. Maybe maybe he's the, a, a monster of some sort. He can clone the only himself. The problem with that is that the, the, Chris, the, uh, the Hugh Jackman on the floor is going to be burnt to a crisp, and there was, this is before DNA analysis. Oh, that's right. I forgot about and, the fire at the end. Yeah, and the other hundred are going to be boiled uh, and cooked. To, I don't know. I mean, that it was he. He couldn't break that thing with a with a axe or whatever. I'm I'm pretty sure they're probably all fine. It just needs to work out. But but you talk about an evil plan. Oh no! Kidding. To to basically use your death that you're using anyway mm-hmm. for your silly magic trick to frame somebody for murder, and then know that he's going to get hanged or hung. Hanged. Uh, and then, then the yeah, but he's hung. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then to steal the daughter, it's just like, oh my god. Yeah, that's when. That's when. To me, that's when he became the villain. To me, yeah, yeah. is when he decides yeah. to take the daughter. And I yeah. think that was when, for Michael Caine, it was the same as well. Because then at yep. that point, Michael Caine was like, "Wait a minute, you leave her out of this," and he's like, "No, he took everything from me. I'm going to take everything from him." And Michael Caine was like. Hey, I'm going to pull my cell phone out. I'm going to call the other guy. Because he knew there was a twin. He knew it. He knew the double. He knew the twin. So there's a scene when Michael Caine's like, all right, I'm leaving. And you see the other guy come in. Like, there's obviously some kind of wink, nod kind of a thing. And then that's why Michael Caine's taking care of his daughter mm-hmm. at the end. So, uh, shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that escalated I mean, but it didn't escalate quickly. It just, there was meaningful steps in each step of this movie that that made it, I don't know, just... It added weight to everything. Everything got built up and built up. Yeah, you're right. It didn't escalate quickly. It escalated over two hours and nine minutes because it was a two-hour and ten-minute film. Yeah. And then it it just... It didn't feel like that to me, by the way. Oh, no, it didn't to me either. It cruised through this. To me. Um, And I liked seeing Scarlett Johansson. In, uh, as the magician's assistant. Well, I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. I, I didn't actually. Was... Really? Oh, okay. Hot women Sorry. just don't do it for you? For a second there, I thought the, the wife was... Um, oh, God, what's her name? Uh, Rachel... From you, who knows? McAdams. Rachel, Rachel McAdams. McAdams. Thank you. Rachel yes. Ball. No. No, yep. 2006, she would have been like... 19. Well, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Um, no, it's the girl from uh, Iron Man 3. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so, I, I don't, I actually don't have any more notes because we've talked about them all <laughs> because again, I took so few. Um, I thought the Tesla, I, I, again, Andy Circus was great. I love that they put the feud in here with Edison and Tesla. Yeah. Um, and I, I know very little about that other than what one Big Bang Theory told me about and two, what I did my own little bit of research on before the show here. Um, 
they that was it you should um Ugh. check out the podcast and i'm going to do a shout out here for stuff you should know they do uh basically the current wars mm-hmm. and um they they delve into that history and it's it's fascinating tesla was an interesting character very interesting right. thomas edison was the typical black hat uh businessman ruthless um He's not the nice guy that you would think he would be. No, I mean, he, he was um, Zuckerberg from Facebook. He was a yep. uh, dude from um, the McDonald's movie. Um, um, Croc. Yeah, Croc. Yeah, Ray Croc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. he didn't really steal Tesla's whatever, but he... Suppressed it. He, yeah, he suppressed it and made it seem all crazy and, and terrifying and yep. so... Um. Yeah, that scene with the light bulbs out in the on the ground was really cool. That was that was interesting <laughs> technology. Um. So, anyway, um, I I had very few tropes to write down about this off. Obviously, you got a kind of a Moby Dick trope going on. Um. Yeah. I can't really think of a whole lot of other ones happening in the movie. Um, I did like. Now I will say this. I um. Having worked Carowinds, I've worked with a couple of magicians before. And so, like, the bird, um, the um, the cage disappearing up the sleeve trick, I've seen before. Of course, it wasn't done with a Iron Man suit that he was wearing. It was done with <laughs> rubber bands, basically. Um, and it was funny that the magician that was doing it, of course, it's not a bird. It's a foam, it's a foam um, bird uh, so they can squish and disappear. He says the problem with the trick, though, is that for that trick, you have to start with it because it's attached to the rubber band, so you have to start the day with it, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and the second part, he says, is sometimes when it's really hot and your, st- your skin is sweaty, because we were, were performing outside, the rubber band will kind of stick on the waist, like up his sleeve, so when the cage collapses, you can kind of see it go up his sleeve sometimes because it's not... As quick as quick as it needs to be, um, but we uh, did, we did it a couple times, and he had a couple of the tricks that I got to uh, kind of see how he did, which were pretty cool. But um, I'm not. In fact, after the Chicago trip, my my friend Stuart, who uh, who's been on the show before, a friend of the show, he asked me, "Have you ever watched that Pin and Teller's fooled us or fooled fooled Pin and Teller, whatever it is?" And I started watching YouTube videos. That show is great. I'm loving it, man. And so I've been like getting into magic and then I watched this movie. So like I'm getting my magic fix on. It's pretty great. Uh, so anyway, that's that. Uh, anything else before we do some trivia? Not if I am. No. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll play my little clippy clip. Uh, oh, wait. I got clips to play. Not trivia. I got clips to play. Uh, clip um, number one, something, one. Never thought I'd find an answer at the bottom of a pint glass. Hasn't stopped you looking. That's right. Hasn't stopped you looking. <laughs> there was very little humor in this movie other than little quips like that, but I was totally fine with it. Totally fine. I have to blame all English people. No, well, that's no, no, okay. It was still weird hearing Hugh Jackman <laughs> with not his accent. Like, he was still like, meaning... I guess it was it American, I guess. I don't know. Like I couldn't like obviously mm-hmm. Christian Bale was doing his Scottish accent. But yeah. anyway. Whatever. Wait, he's not American? Who? I thought Christian Bale was American. No, he's Scottish. 
Christian Hale. You sure? I'm as sure of that as I am sure that um, that girl you keep calling Spanish is also from Wales. Alicia Silverstone? No, my God. God. <laughs> Christian. Oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, he's from yeah, yeah. He's yeah, Chris, yeah. I'm sorry, Christian Bale is from Wales. Also, he's Welsh. Yeah. So, is that a place in Maine? No, it's in the UK. Sam. No, that's that's New England. No, he's in the UK, the United Kingdom, not New England. He's in Old England, uh, <laughs> Wales. I'm afraid that uh, that we seceded a long time ago. We. Well, we did. Who's we? The United States? I'm confused what's happening right now. <laughs> like, like even your weird, your weird like, uh, ability to try to, to confound me has gotten to a new location. Um, so, yeah, he's... I uh, love it. Where's Hugh Jackman from? Australia. Australia. Okay, I just wanted to know if you, you actually knew that. Because you, you never knew. In the movie called uh, Australia. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, with Nicole Kidman, who is also yeah. Australian. Yep. Um, so, all right. Uh, here you go. Clip number two. I thought you said I had to get my hands dirty. Oh, someday, perhaps you will. I just had to know that you can. Oh, oh wait. Sorry. Oh, shoot. Why should I? Dang it. Stop it. <laughs> so weird. What? I'm doing it on my phone. It's weird. So he gets his hands dirty, right? So, up. Oh, what was Andrew talking about? Foreshadowing? Oh, more foreshadowing. Yeah. Got to get his hands dirty. And which, by the way, that scene where he takes his associate and buries him has way more weight to it now. Like, that's why he was freaking out. Uh-huh. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not just his buddy. It's his twin brother. Damn it. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Here we go. I, I, I had to uh, cap this clip just for one reason only. That. Why should I worry? If your tricks don't get them in, somebody else's will. Maybe somebody willing to do a bullet catch or a water escape? Cheap frills, Mr. Merrick. People hoping for an accident likely to see one, too. What would that do for your business? <laughs> you got a week, John. That guy is our Star Trek connection for the movie. So, Oh, of course. He was in Star Trek Six and the new Star Trek movie in 09. Um what was he in 09? He was the clean on, not clean on, he was the Vulcan guy that's talking to Spock and he's like, you have been accepted into the Science Academy, and, and but despite your disadvantage, and Spock's like, ah, F you, I'm going to the Federation because they're not assholes like you guys are. I'm <laughs> paraphrasing, obviously, he didn't say all that, but that's him. Um, uh, I thought this was a cool scene and I just wanted to get, uh, capture Christian Bale saying, like talking like Christian Bale. Transported man. I'm not, I'm not claiming to know your methods or anything, but I had a similar trick in my act, and uh, I used a double. Mm, I see, very good. Well, it was, and then it was bad. What I didn't count on was that when I incorporated this bloke into my act, he had complete power over me. Complete power, you say? Be very careful giving someone. Just thank you for the warning. Hmm. Cheers. 
<laughs> Just. And, then, and then the. Sorry, what? Somebody go. <laughs> I said that happened to me tonight. You what? Some some old dude was like, "Don't let him take control of you." And I was like, "Uh, okay, cool." <laughs> I'm six foot two. I can bench press two eighty. I'm good. Oh, a different kind of control on with you. Okay. I love the way Christian Bale turned the tables um, in in a not a positive way because the guy did break his leg and then, but but to basically market his own yeah uh, magic show. Well, um, and, and here's at the his like expense. Yeah, and here's the devious part. Right, not only did he have to sneak into the theater, pull out the yep. like during the show, move the the thing tie the other guy up he had to pay a stage hand to lower him and then pay a spotlight operator to highlight him like <laughs> like it was like yep. he did this by himself there were other people complicit in that so yep. uh, he break his legs but like again as a guy who has managed a theater like that before i i think of those types of things uh, uh, i know that because you did that to me once so that's why i have a limp now <laughs> which part did i do sure. to you um the, the trap door bit? I, I, I dropped the, the hatch in the floor and uh, broke my leg on the ice. Oh, no. That wasn't my fault. Yeah, I always wondered how they kept the ice cold at uh, Carowinds. I, uh, I poured a... my feelings onto it. <laughs> <laughs> you know the reason I've got a limp? Why is that? Because <laughs> I've got a huge cock. <laughs> oh man, we walked into that. Jeez. Oh man, I love chicken. And like the oh, weird thing God is, like, like I should have, I, like I knew it. The moment you said it, I'm like, I'm not surprised. That's not surprising. He said that. That's par for the course. That's <laughs> just, that's not me though. That was a character. That was a character that we've never talked about oh, before. See, you have to live it. Yeah. 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 Oh, dear Lord. Here's our kind of um, evidence of our little Moby, Moby Dick trope. This is his diary, Olivia. All of his secrets are right here in my hands. It won't bring your wife back. I don't care about my wife. I care about his secret. Hmm. There you go. Oof. That's the moment where you go, ah, yeah. 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 Uh, this is the last one I captured. That's it, Cutter? He simply disappears? That's not a trick. But he has to come back. There has to be a... A prestige? Exactly. Uh, uh. Pardon me. (laughs) It's very rare to see... real magic. It's it's been many years since I've seen... Are you interested in helping us? There you go. Uh, sorry, a little more turning cough. Um, all right, so I did capture this these two moments because uh, it it was kind of not driving me crazy, but it, it it was it stood out to me multiple times in this movie. The score of the film was I and I loved the score, I really did. But it's something like man, it sounds familiar, like kind of bugging me a little bit. So here's clip number one. And here's clip number two. 
you go. Oh yeah, that's that's Superman. Yep, the second one's Superman. Yep. Yeah, and and the whole time I was like, oh man, this sounds like Superman. Well, it makes sense. It's Hans Zimmer. Nope, Hans Zimmer didn't do this movie. Whoa, really? Exactly. That's why I was like, wait a minute, what? He uh, he was an executive producer or a music producer though. He might have been. Uh, no, I, I looked it up because oh. I was curious. Um, uh, so he was a producer on this movie. For and, that's, and that's not surprising. David Julian was the composer. And so, and he has done such fine films as uh, Cabin in the Woods. Um, nice. A bunch of other stuff I've never heard of. Oh, he did Insomnia. He did Memento. All right, so he was the guy before, before Hans, Hans Zimmer became the guy. Uh, well, that's cool. Before, before Nolan could really pay some money out. <clears throat> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, I just thought that was kind of again. I'm not saying he, you know, Zimmer. I know Zimmer didn't steal that from for um, Man of Steel. I know he actually is borrowing a it's like a theme and variation from the john williams version but i just thought it was um very similar and it was kind of um give me a, give me a little earworm and i kind of want to go buy the man of steel score because i listened to it some and i, I really like that score um yeah if you want to listen to garbage that's fun it's a good soundtrack the movie is nah, whatever but it's a good score trivia uh oh, some trivia. oh do i have trivia uh, ah! no, wait, where is it? Um, oh no, do I not have it? Again, I'm, I'm doing, oh, here it is. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Right. Again, I'm doing all this on my phone. Uh, six of the film stars have played in comic book movies, which we talked about. Uh, I think I've already mentioned all of them, so I'm not going to do it again. Um, early in the movie, Sarah's nephew talks about the bird and the brother. Andrew already mentioned that, so I'm not going to read that. David Bowie initially declined his role for Tesla when it was offered to him. Nolan flew out to him personally to tell him that he was the only person he imagined for the role and that his larger-than-life persona would make, his, would make the ideal, idea of Tesla building a teleportation device believable. Just not hmm. to me. Upon hearing this, David Bowie changed his mind and took the role. Uh, and last, I'm pretty sure it was like, you will do this movie or the Batman will come for you. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, he'd already done Batman by this point. So, um, <clears throat> the editing includes, and I've mentioned this, uh, these little jump cuts between time. The editing includes 146 time jump cuts in which the wow. next shot either flashes back or skips ahead to another time period of the storyline. This averages to almost one time jump per minute of film. So, wow. Yeah, and uh, and I could totally believe it. Cool, and I li- and I liked it. I really did. Didn't bother me one flipping bit. Um, I like it when I might I might have puked one time. It's too too fast. Oh well, I'm I'm sorry. Motion sickness. Excuse me while I whip this out, ladies. Uh, he also said that tonight at the bar. No, um, Christopher Nolan movies we're doing uh, as our top three. So Andrew, you uh, lead off, sir. Okay. Well, I haven't really seen that many, but uh, I will rank them in the order that I've seen them and uh, leave a few out, which should end up giving me three. (laughs) So, uh, coming in at number three, we have Interstellar. 
Okay. Which I like, regardless of what anybody else said. Opie. Uh, <laughs> Again, I like two-thirds of that movie, or three-fourths of that movie. Great. Really great. Just that last bit just doesn't hold up. Yeah. Oh, well, it's okay. That's okay. You also like Batman versus Superman, so your opinion doesn't matter. Yes, sir. Uh, number two, I uh, will have to say um, The Dark Knight. And number one, Inception. Okay. Uh, uh, Sam, uh, Corny, sorry. It's okay. Uh, so I've only seen four Christopher Nolan. Sorry, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Sorry, I've only seen six of the movies, um, and uh, uh, half of them are Batman. Right. So, um, I'm going to go with uh, my number three is uh, The Dark Knight uh, Rises. Uh, my number two is The Dark Knight, and my number one is Inception, because uh, that was actually a pretty, ball, uh, pretty boss movie. I have to stop you. You thought Dark Knight Rises was better than Batman Begins? No. <laughs> I did do that backwards, didn't I? I mean, it's... Let me try this again. Uh, my, my number two would be Batman Begins, and my number three would be The Dark Knight. I apologize. Okay. So, I so, must be so, high. So Dark Knight Rises is shouldn't be on anyone's top three list unless you're talking about <laughs> top three most disappointed movies that are part of a trilogy or something, like part of a, a series. I th- in fact, some people would probably put The Last Jedi on that list. Um, but yeah. Okay. Just, I mean, if you like it, that's fine. I just, I have, I found no joy no, in that no, film at I, all. I literally uh, 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 um, Alabama that up. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I'm with you. Uh, Sam. All right, um, give me uh, liberty or give me death. Inception at number three. <coughs> um, I'm going to take the Dark Knight at number two, and I love Interstellar. I know you don't. I don't care. That's fine. Again, again, again. Here's the thing. Everybody's got their opinion, and I don't mind that you have a different opinion. It's it's fine. And my opinion of it is, I don't like literally that that one giant mm-hmm. glowing tesseract thing in space other than the premise of the movie is also a little weird but like i don't yeah. hate it that's my, my that's my this is where i'm getting angry about with the last jedi is that people are having this visceral reaction to this movie that that ryan johnson has somehow wrecked their lives because it's <laughs> because they they have he has done something to to this movie franchise that they feel as the fans that he owes it to them to do, and he doesn't. He doesn't owe it to anyone. He owes it to himself and his producers to produce a great film and to get a good story. And, he owes it to me. And, and to Corny, of course, because Corny's kind of scary. But otherwise, yeah, right. you know, like, I don't know. So, again, yeah. we, we joke about the, my, my love-hate for Interstellar. Again, three-fourths of the movie, great. I didn't like the ending. I thought the Tesseract was dumb and weird, and, and you went to a weird place with me. But I'm fine with it. Like, you guys like the movie? Great. I don't care. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, like, like I, I was losing sleep the last two days because of this movie. Seriously, because of the, this reaction to The Last Jedi and how people are so angry at it. It's just so 
weird to me. I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. Um, it's the same people like that are the people that remember like three or four or five years ago. I can't remember what it was, but it was when, um, it was when San Francisco 49ers for people who don't watch football, I'm sorry, but they were like, they were going to the Super Bowl. They were like in the NFC championship and the punt returner muffed, like he dropped the ball, right? They kicked the punt. All they got to do is catch the ball and kneel three times and they win the game. And the guy dropped the punt and the other team recovered it and then would score. And then, think Seattle did, and they would go on to the Super Bowl, right? And people are, like, that guy got death threats, right? That's the people I'm talking about. That, oh, yeah. Like, I'm saying, like, yeah, that's that. the level of bananas that I'm talking about here. That with, guy's dead now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that's where I am. So, anyway. Sorry, I'm, I'm soapbox, put it back over that's there. gracious. Wow. Um, my top three, again, if I could break my own rule... I would put the prestige in this in this list because I Absolutely. I really yeah, love this it. movie. I just I want to watch it again with my wife. Break this um, no, I'm not going to break my rule. Break it. No, well, we only break it when we haven't seen enough movies to warrant the the. I've seen at least five of his movies now. I think so. My number three yeah. is The Dark Knight. Number two is Inception, and number one is Batman Begins. So. See, I'm, I've got to see Batman Begins again because I didn't find it as enjoyable. I I liked it for what it did. This, remember, this is 2005. This is the same year that Fantastic Four came out. Like, there's a lot of shit comic book movies out in that time, and here comes this movie that's totally believable, totally grounded in science, nothing all that weird and magical. I mean, yeah, he. They have a microwave emitter that vaporizes water. Well, I can buy that. I mean, that's what microwaves do now. They heat up water molecules. So you're just, you build a more. You, well, you can't buy that. It's not for sale. It was not for yeah. sale. I mean, when enterprises have it and stuff. But I mean, like, I liked the movie because it was, it was, it was grounded and everything in it was believable. It made me feel like I could go to New York and see him jumping off rooftops. That's what I liked about it. Yeah. The Dark Knight. Went a little more fantasy, and then Dark Knight Rises went so far that it became an unenjoyable kind of movie. So, um, along with a lot of other reasons. So, anyway, I'm kind of done with that. Um, that's the show, right? I'm done talking, basically. Um, we'll do our top ten now. Oh, I have a clip for that. Sorry, I gotta film my phone. Derp derp derp. Wait, what's supposed to happen? I ask that every day. Uh, Andrew, you're out of 10, sir. Um, I really like this movie, like I said, and I think that, uh, you know, since I own it, I think I deserve to give it a little bit higher, uh, rating because it is a good film and I think the acting was good. There was one scene with Michael Caine that I thought was bad acting. It was when you're standing outside of the, um... Uh, out in the graveyard crying that he failed uh, Bruce Wayne? Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. No, I, I don't remember what it was exactly, but uh, there was one line that he said that I thought it seemed kind of forced. And maybe that wasn't bad acting. Maybe it was bad, bad writing. Um, but um, I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just an eight? Yeah, just an eight. All right, right on. Corny. Oh yeah, uh, my, uh, my, 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 my,
Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm probably gonna give it a little bit higher than that. Uh, I'm gonna, I dare say, uh, eight point nine. Oh wow! Well, this you like a, this? This is a damn good movie. Yeah. All right. Like, I I still hate uh, um, racist McGee, but yeah, it's still pretty good. That's fair. Sam. All right, I think I'm going to uh, go ahead and give this. 8.7 blown off digits on the left hand out of 10. <laughs> and the fact point that... two for having your twin brother. Here's. What am I doing? Did you just so add? 8.9. Oh, okay. 8.9. Yeah. Wonderful movie. Yeah. Incredible storytelling. Um, a heck of a lot of fun to experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys kind of across the board here. Uh, I'm going to park it, uh, and it's funny, Andrew thought he was going high with an 8. Uh, we got two 8.9s back-to-back, so um, I'm going to give it an 8.5, um, and and really, it would it would be higher if it wasn't for the teleporting thingy. Uh, if they, I, don't, I don't know how you do the trick otherwise. I don't know how the movie would have worked otherwise, but um, uh, that was the, literally the only problem in the whole movie, in an otherwise perfect film i mean like really perfect film um so um there you go that's it that's our show that's our podcast thank you for listening um i must remind you um that one (coughs) uh we have episode 200 coming up in just a mere five episodes holy shite five episodes we are doing our 200th episode we are doing a little uh fun giveaway if you uh, uh, haven't, on the floor. haven't already participated, please do so. Email uh, or DM us through Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and uh, I will compile that list of movies that have been requested for us, and you'll get a $25 gift card. We're going to do a little at-random drawing to see who gets uh, that, that movie, and, and, we'll do, and we'll do that like on episode like 198, maybe 199, so we know what we're going to watch and how, to, how we're going to watch it because I don't – not all of them are streaming would have been picked. So so that's, I'm very excited for that. It's going to be very cool, and um, please join us in, in celebrating. Uh, I've gotten, we've gotten a pretty good amount of requests. I got requests from uh, friends who I didn't even know listened to the show, um, and we even got one from AOL Jeff. So uh, that's pretty exciting. Well, he was sitting like four weeks ago. Nice. I know, right? Um, I think that was a request for our hundreds. Yeah, it might have been, actually. So. Be nice. And my favorite part of his request is he didn't, he's literally said no words. He just screenshot the, the movie poster or a scene from the movie, um, which I think is, is just, actually, no, it's not. It's a scene from, I don't know if you guys can see that. It's a scene from, like, the guys are, are on, uh, what is it, like, the red carpet. Um, but for some reason, one of the main actors, his face is all blurry. It's kind of weird, kind of terrifying. Uh, I have no idea why it might be blurry. So, um, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> you guys are horrible people. Um, <laughs> I know. So yeah, that's, uh, that's happening. So do that next week. I don't know if we're doing a show. Honestly, I'm, I have to fly back to Chicago for work. Uh, it might be a week off, um, because we're flying. I don't know if I can take my podcast rig or not. So I'll let you know what's going on as best I can. Uh, but otherwise, the movie is The Road. It stars Viggo Mortensen and A Road, I think. I'm not sure. 
Um, and Andrew Lejeune. Yeah, a good friend, Andrew. Um, um, yeah, I'm going to have to give him some grief, I guess, about that. I don't know, maybe not. Um, but that's it. That's our show. And like I said, we're doing... Why is this... Oh, never mind. We're doing uh, The Road next week, if we are doing a movie, in fact, next week. Uh, there. Cool. That's going to do it for the show. And I am um, looking for the button here to press. There we go. And, uh, again, you can always follow us on Twitter, at Cheap Seatcast. Uh, go to uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Cheap Reviews. We have a group now, a Facebook group. Join our group, and we'll have discussions if you guys want to talk more about the show. Um, and fights to the death. If you guys want to argue about The Last Jedi or anything else, that's fine. Um, or how Sean is wrong with uh, Interstellar. Uh, or how I'm right with Interstellar. If you guys didn't like it, just like I didn't. Uh, uh, and of course that's facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews so that cheap seat reviews.com is our website you can go there and check out old episodes that we have all our old episodes and um, I haven't updated Anchor I haven't done an Anchor episode this month because somebody Vector over there won't freaking call me to do a review with me for Ready Player One but anyway not pointing fingers at all yeah yeah sir Sure. Um, GoFundMe.com. Wait, that was at me. Yeah. Uh, slash Cheap Seat Reviews is our GoFundMe page. Uh, throw us a buck. $25 gets you on the show. Um, helps pay for the show. And, uh, $30 gets you, uh, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't, so I don't want to <laughs> ask. Um, but that's it. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Waffles. Talk about uh, waffles. Oh, oh, waffles. Yeah, okay. I'm with you there. The um, that's Sex it. Sex waffles. Sex waffles. Uh, I don't know what that is. Um, you know what that is. <laughs> oh, I need a safe place. Um, anyway, on behalf of Corny, Andrew, Sam, uh, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening and good afternoon, evening, and night. What's that? You're drowning. <laughs>